soul contracts. How many times have you heard that term and wondered what it meant? Soul contracts are, I have to say, the number one thing we get asked about in terms of romantic relationships, business relationships, um, career. Um, people want to know what their soul contracts are. And so in today's episode, we're actually going to dive in and we're going to explain what soul contracts are and how they can help you understand yourself more fully. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We are psychic mediums who like to consider our spiritual experiences as adventures. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's really uncomfortable. So join us as we chat about spiritual adventures and answer your questions, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to navigate the journey with more confidence. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. Hello, hello. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's so good to see all of you. Well, see in parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good she's to looking be at me. You. She's looking at me. <laughs> I can feel you all listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we we're winging it today. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> we don't like yeah. to wing it, but we are winging it. So as things would go, fortunately, we do have a little bit of experience and knowledge we can wing with you. But um, we have received emails from around the world, I kid you not, this week alone, and they were about soul contracts. So many, even so many. in my client sessions. Yes, in, right. It's just coming up. It's I coming up, up everywhere. And <laughs> we just looked at each other and said, guess what? I guess we're doing soul contracts. Yes, we're doing soul contracts. <laughs> so our plan for today shifted on the fly and we're going to shift with it. So um, bear with us as we refocus and um, <laughs> talk about soul contracts. So let's just take a deep breath and it, know that it's a really big topic and we're going to just kind of touch the surface, but we do want you to understand how it supports you in what it does or does not bring into your life and the amount of free will or fate that's involved in that soul contract because that's always a really big question you know and so we are we are going to talk a little bit about like what the heck do you do with that information once you kind of yeah. figure it out or you come upon it because right. because self-understanding right that's the theme for this season and self-understanding and you need your self-contract. That self-understanding mm -hmm. take a good look at, at your self-contract. <laughs> so let's it's pull it essence. back. Let's pull it back to before you incarnate. Your soul is in the spirit world. You're gearing up. You're getting ready. You may be saying, no, I'm not going. Or you may be saying, yes, I'm going. And your guides and your, your team sits down with you and they say, what is it that you want to do? And you're working it all out. And you're coming up with your soul contract, which is the contract your soul makes for its learning, expansion, growth in this lifetime, what it wants to learn and experience, and then who or what you actually make agreements with them. You make contracts with them, with the other souls, maybe coming in to help and support you on the way. Yeah. An and energetic agreement. Yes. Now, we, <laughs> now begin. we begin. Right. Sometimes when I think about my soul contracts, 
I think that my soul must be way more optimistic than my human self because <laughs> sometimes I wonder what I was thinking. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I I I totally get that. And and so now you come into the now we're born, right? Let's we're just starting from the beginning. Now, boom, you're born, which is a miracle in itself. And you're here. And then you have the job of growing up sorry, throughout your life. And it's a job of remembering because you actually inherently know what your soul contract is. It's not, you, you have to discover it. It's, it's a remembering. Yeah. It's remembering who you are on a mm-hmm. soul level. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes those things immediately you'll, you'll know that, Oh, this is good. Or, Oh, I know this person or, and sometimes you, you don't know, but those are, we'll talk about that, but those can sometimes be indicators of when you're on the right path of your soul contract, or maybe you're, you're straying and you can stray. Yeah. But I always feel like you learned something. Yeah. You know, I, you can't look at these in terms of black and white, right or wrong. That's not how they work. And, and whether you are on track with it or not on track with it. it you still are learning something from it you're just learning it in a different way a different way you know i always see soul contracts as like a highway right <laughs> you know and spirit always shows it as this like six lane highway and like you can be going with the flow of traffic on a soul contract and you could be in the slow lane the mm-hmm. middle lane or the fast lane or you could be on the other side of the road driving against the traffic yeah. <laughs> there's so many different ways you're still going to get from point a to point b But there's just so many different ways to do this. And I think that that's where um, free will plays a part. And and we often ignore free will. It gets sort of bypassed when we talk about soul contracts. But but we do have a choice. We do. We do have a choice about how we learn, how Mm -hmm. we experience, how we show up or don't show up. Um, for a contract, mm-hmm. uh, we even have the free will to break a contract, oh, and we, we can do. talk about that more later. And but... you know what I like? Sometimes I see. Well, we all have this in our lifetime, but there are points in your life where it's blank, and it's really that's a moment where you decide what comes next. It's not like every moment, every thought, every decision is predestined. That is not the no, way it's it goes. Not. Mm-mm. So there are, I literally have been working with clients, you know, and I I look, they're like, oh, I have these options or this choice point. And I go and I look and I'm like, oh, it's blank there. And I find that exciting. I'm like, okay, this is really where you get to dig deep in yourself, understand where you are, who you are, who you want to become now and make right. your choice from there. And then it fills in again. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's exciting. You know, I think when we talk about soul contracts too, this idea comes up as can, can there be toxic soul contracts? Uh, Hell to the yeah. (laughs) Lighten that up a little bit. (laughs) If we're talking about pre-birth, right, before he came down and we're making these, the next question I know people are asking, well, why did I make a, a toxic soul contract with someone? Yeah, that that you know what I mean. Like that's right. That you is may actually or may the next not question. You have done that. You uh, for me, <laughs> I feel like you you probably didn't. It was probably yeah. made with loving intention. Yeah, always. And then everyone always. got incarnated. Yes, and things went sideways. Yes, and people aren't showing up 
in their full selves Mm -hmm. or they're showing up in their trauma self because they experience trauma, right? We don't kind of anticipate that. Trauma's not planned in our lives, y'all. Like we don't go in and 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 say, I'm gonna live a trauma-filled life. Like that's not right. But we get down here and earth is hard and people are forget who they are. They forget who they are and they make choices. And then we have to live with those choices. We don't have control, right? And soul contracts are a great example of that. They're made with love. But I think sometimes we reincarnate and the trauma is too much. Our experience on earth is too much. And and the person that we're supposed to have a contract with isn't showing up as their yeah. fullest self. I'm thinking of like an alcoholic parent, right? Yes. Like, why would I choose an alcoholic parent? Well, they weren't an alcoholic when you chose them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like when you all agreed. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and no one knew. You really like everyone's making choices. No one knew. That all of that stuff was going to happen between then and now, right? Because time doesn't work the same up there. Right. And and you not know. everything, again, not everything is written. Predestined and or written choices stone. along the way that everybody makes. And they usually make the best choice they can in the moment. Given what they've experienced thus right. far in life, right? Right. Yes. So, so it's <laughs> something to remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was heavy. Let's light them with jinx. Um, yes. And soul contracts, they hold the soul lessons. I mean, that's, you know, so, and we have a ton of them, right? And is your purpose on that contract, in the contract? Absolutely. But again, there's more than one purpose and there's more than one way to achieve that purpose. Right. So like you may be... um you may be a person who you you know that you are going to be like everything about you is a caregiver a nurse right something that's that about you that you just that's what you're going to be that's your purpose is caring for others taking care of others people would say when you're little you're going to be a nurse i know you're going to be a nurse and you grow up and in no way are you a nurse but you're caring for people ministering for people in a different way that still like ties into a nurse archetype that people are putting on you so it does Mm -hmm. fill in your purpose it just doesn't have to be with a nurse's cap even though you have that nurse archetype and energy in your purpose does that make sense yes and that ties into your contracts about like you came down with the intention so you can kind of think about the intention contracts are these soul level intentions right if you want to break it down you know now granted no matter what happens, this does not mean that you agree to be hurt or violated or anything like that. So right. you you did not make a contract where you have to stay in a toxic, abusive relationship no. or situation. That's not how these work. And I think sometimes um, they can get twisted mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. And people are well, like, but, because you know, people say, I hear this all the time, you know, when they, oh, I just don't, you know, it's delicate. I hear if people are coming from very, very, very challenging, maybe family situations or things like that. And I've heard people just very lightly say, well, you chose that. Oh, that's and, so bypassy. Right? It's oh, just kind of like. That's gross. <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know that we chose that. But I think that. 
there's an opportunity in there, but it didn't necessarily have to come that way. No, it didn't. I I, I don't think we chose it. I, yeah. I think I think things went that way, and now we're being forced to learn in a different way. Right. That's well, now what do we do with it for ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think you can tell me. Somebody could tell me all day long that they know that to be true, and I would still say no. Like I just don't think we plan to make sacrifices to hurt like ourselves. That and, like to that. hurt ourselves. Yeah. 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 I think so that's important. People say, you know, well, well, how do you know when it's a soul contract that you have with someone? Um, sometimes you do and sometimes you don't right away. We have a soul contract. I would say Jessica and I have a soul contract. We have probably a lot of them, actually. Probably. Not just one. Yes. And so the way we met was, I, I'm going to say it was a fluke, but of course it wasn't a fluke. It was divinely inspired. Destiny. It was destiny. So you know <laughs> what? Here we go. destiny. <laughs> but Jessica, but that's a really good point. So I love that you said that because on the con in, in your contract, there are going to be, I'm going to use the word destiny points. There are points where someone is going to show up for mm-hmm. you. Now, could we have chosen not to gravitate to each other and 100%. follow that? Yes, we could have. But something in each of us knew, we just knew that there was something there and we didn't know what it was and we've come to understand we have a multi-layered soul contract. Not only are we pushing ourselves in great ways, but mm-hmm. we're also working through our own stuff together, right? We yeah. realized the other day that yeah. we're a mirror for each other. We have the same um fears, right? The same mm-hmm. the same challenges and and so we and we mirror each other. Working on the same like very similar soul lessons we're mm-hmm. working on. And they, yeah. they tend to kind of, we get, to, it's almost like we made a soul contract to get to do that together. Yeah. So it wouldn't be so hard. It wouldn't ourselves. be so hard because we, you know what, Jessica and I had support. a port. We did. We had a hard conversation the other day. And the beautiful thing about that is that we were so willing and trusting and loving of each other to have hard conversations. Whereas we may not have done that with other people we have soul contracts with. Oh, hells no. (laughs) To me, right, that's like score. Check that box. I feel like we just jumped forward 20 feet on that soul contract. (laughs) Yeah, I did it. I did it. Um, Finally. It only took me 40-something years. I just needed Jessica there to help me do that, right? And look at myself in a different way. To look at myself. To understand myself in a new way so that I can move forward with that and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, so those soul contracts, they they show up when you need them to. And they're mm-hmm. in that moment, they're, they're life changing, I think, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. really, the really big ones. They're really life changing. And then there are some people who come in and they are challenging for us and they're a soul contract too. And they bring, they may bring up what, what needs more of our attention. Um, right. So for instance, I have this, I was talking to Jessica earlier and I said, she knows it's been kind of the running joke for the week. I have a, it was described to me in my records by someone else as an incredibly strong, healthy commitment. (laughs) (laughs) And I do, I commit, but here's how it doesn't work for me. Here's how it (laughs) limits me, hinders me, blocks me. I commit to the point that I damage myself 
right? Yeah, you or lose I, perspective. I lose right? perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I won't necessarily have good boundaries or stay in balance because I'll say, but I've made this commitment. So I have to show up, even if me showing up means I can't show up fully or for me, I usually get something dramatic, like end up really sick and in bed for two weeks, you know? (laughs) So each time that happens, it's, is one of my lessons, how to balance and have healthy commitment. Absolutely. Is one of my strengths, my commitment. Absolutely. Is one of my weaknesses, my commitment. Absolutely. And Jessica, one of the things she's also doing for me is help is really kind of shining a light on that going, Andrea, is that really Is that really where (laughs) you need to follow through in this moment? And I'm like, oh, right. So, so lesson for me, commitment, my superpower, commitment, my kryptonite commitment, Jessica's soul contract with me. One of them is helping me learn a little bit more balance there. Thank you, Jessica. I do what I can. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And sometimes my commitment keeps, is makes my world wonderful. My life fabulous. I'm so grateful for it. Yes, it can work both ways. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have right. to be one or the other. It can show up in if so many in different facets. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, you stay. I've stayed in situations I don't need to stay in because I made right. a commitment, and it took me a while yeah. to be like, "Oh, well, let's just commit to getting out of here." <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, About turn that superpower around. I guess hundred <laughs> percent. So that's the way you know when when you say it shows up. In the lack of what you need, that's it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you understand more about yourself. Uh, and you move through yes. the world in a more full version of yourself. Yes. Because you're I, able to identify it. Now, Now, the cool part is, and we haven't talked about these yet, is not every zone contract has to be as intense as what Andrea and I are talking about where no, we're in it for don't. like the long haul. Or like with my husband, nope. I have a soul contract with him and I'm in it for the long haul. But but some of a lot of them are smaller. Yes, they could just be for a moment. For it a could moment. literally be a moment. Yeah, yeah. Have you had a moment? I'm trying to think back if I've had a, I know I've had moment ones. I am trying to think back on what that moment I had a moment once. I don't, people around where I live will know who this is, so I'm not going to say that much. There is a, a person here where I live who people know, um, who is, um, does not have a home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the community knows him. Now this is before I really knew who he was. It was the first time um, when I, I had lived here and, and he was outside of the local grocery store and I saw him and I was like, oh, okay. So I went right in and I bought, you know, I bought a, a hot chocolate because I didn't know if he liked coffee and a muffin and everything. And I took it out to him. Mm-hmm. And if you guys know me, I'm a hugger, but I also am uh, I have challenges with cleanliness I'm just gonna say that you're a little yeah I don't I know I'm a little <laughs> I don't want it's a little it's, it's a, little a little extra it's a little it extra. is a little extra that's okay. a good way of saying it's it a little extra mm-hmm. it comes down in my family and so like hug me all you want but don't hold my hand because honestly I don't know if you've washed your hands okay so that's <laughs> That's the thing. So when I took this to this gentleman and I said, here you go. How are you doing? I hope you have a nice day. He hugged me and he was covered in dirt, covered in dirt. 
So in that moment, and it was a moment, right? I had to breathe and stay calm because that obsessive part of me was like on high alert. And I had to just stand in my love and know that I was going to be safe, even though I was getting dirty. <laughs> y'all, this isn't just like, it's, it's not a it's joke. An elevated. No, yeah. like she's, I'm serious. it's elevated. Yeah. <laughs> Her need to be clean is elevated. It's why she's never allowed to visit my house. Yeah. So it, that is it, not a problem I have. Right. So that was, <laughs> I think that was a moment though, because for mm-hmm. me, I was able to do it. I was and able he helped you. He helped me. He helped me. And people are going to go, oh, yeah. Andrea, that was nice of you to get him something. No, no, no. no, no. He no. helped you. He helped me. Yeah. He helped yeah. me in that moment. And I will, I see him, you know, we still see him. He's still around, which is wonderful. But I will never forget the gift he gave me. Yeah. Of me getting through that moment. Yeah. It, that's, it's it brings tears to my eyes. It was such a gift. And it, and it was a moment. You understand more about yourself. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. My mom yeah. always said she laughed. She says I was the only little kid. I grew up in the woods. Like it's surprising. I know. She said I was the only one that all the kids would come in. I'm like three years old, four years old. Come in and they'd be covered in mud because we were all making mud pies. We were playing in the mud. And I'd walk in absolutely spotlessly clean. <laughs> with just a, and she'd say, "Well, you were playing." I'm like, "Yeah, I I made all the mud pies, but I did it without getting any dirt on me." Oh my god! <laughs> and I had a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're so weird. <laughs> I am so weird. <laughs> no, I'm interesting. <laughs> You're interesting. There we go. Have you ever gotten to the end of an Adventures with Spirit episode and wished it had gone on longer? Well, you're in luck. Do you know that most of our episodes have extended versions? It's super easy to unlock the extended version of any episode. Just sign up for our free newsletter and we will drop that extended episode right into your inbox. So head on over to www.adventureswithspirit.com to sign up today. So that's a great point, though. Like, so the moment so contracts can be small moments. They can be for a season. They can be yep. for whatever. They don't have to go on forever. And sometimes they they're for a longer term. They they last longer. The beautiful part about it, and I guess I should say this too before I hop ahead of myself, is they can also be on an individual level. They can be on a community level. They can be in an ancestral level, a generational level. You know. And um, so they're so multifaceted and we could go really deep with this. We don't want to make it too confusing. One person emailed us a question and I thought it was a great question about, and you'll have to help me phrase it, Andrea, because I'm just trying to pull it off the top of my head. But if they went to school with all of these people, do they have 150 soul contracts or do they just have soul contracts with their close friend or yeah. whatever and we thought it was such a great mm-hmm. question because it's it it kind of brings it like you know how how many do we have right, right? <laughs> and what was your answer andrea it was i know really i'm trying one. to remember so i think it, it was um that no really the contracts the the personal contracts are within the circle of friends not with mm-hmm. the 150 that you went to school with although they show up right they show up on your path they show up in your on your journey they're not necessarily in contract with you. 
Right. right. So maybe supporting actors. Right. Right. They're not main characters. They're supporting actors. So they're in the background, but they do help set the environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all interconnected. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but we can... St- you could talk about individual contracts all day long, but at the end of the day, it's everything collective. we do affects everything, everyone else. And it's this one big working kind of situation where we're all we're all in this together. What is in <laughs> one is in all. Is in all. And it's in all. And so I think it's important to remember that too, right? That we play a really even if we think we're a minor character, we do still play an important part. You're an important in this, role. In if you're a minor any kind of community that we're role. in, you whether give it's somebody, a contract or not. Yeah, you give somebody a smile for the day and that may be exactly what they needed to get through the day. Yep. Really, it's that simple. Now, what about people say, well, what, you know, what about when contracts end? They end, or they get fulfilled. They, well, or you can end them. So yes, right. they can end when they get fulfilled or, or you, you learned what you needed to learn, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And sometimes that'll look like that relationship falling away. Yeah. Um, or you ending the relationship because mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're like, wow, we're not getting what we need. I see this happen a lot mm-hmm. um, with like friendships over time. Like how were we so close and now we're not at all. It's not because of, I mean, sometimes there is a, a there is that moment, right? But it, usually it's just like you just grow apart because whatever you were working on together, that was fulfilled and, was and then fulfilled. you just separate so those times when you're like i wonder whatever happened you just fulfilled just yeah. fulfilled your contract right? so it's not it's not like oh what did i do wrong or what happened it's just it's, it's over which yeah. is not okay. all contracts are yeah. meant to be your entire life yeah. and if you hold on to a contract and it's fulfilled and you go past that expiration date we'll call it things can get gross <laughs> that's my word for the day things can get <laughs> gross funky <laughs> yeah. you know um for example like let's say you're in a relationship with someone and it's not meant to be long term right mm-hmm. but you hold on to it because you're not gonna let go because you're andrea with a really because you're very committed, committed. <laughs> and you've decided to commit with kryptonite yes okay it's a good thing i'm actually wonder but, woman and not superwoman right just but, saying you learn what you need to learn and then you keep holding on, right? And mm-hmm. it curdles like milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, sometimes they can go that way too. And you know that that was a contract that maybe needs to be released or let go. Right. Um, because then that's when it you know. just blows up in your face. Yeah. It starts to break down or you keep having um, the same cycles over and over. You keep repairing the same thing over and over and you stop growing, you stop expanding. Um it's it's just it doesn't it doesn't become the thing that it it was right it it doesn't yeah. it doesn't grow um so that can be a sign that that it's done um but you can also break or dissolve a contract for sure yeah um as well um and and let that go you know and let it go and you can also um like intentionally like cutting cords mm-hmm. dissolve a contract release all contracts all agreements blah 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 don't just do that like do it with intention and do it with parameters um Mm -hmm. but that's helpful as well right cutting cords to people places and situations that no longer serve my highest good Mm -hmm. yeah and it can be as easy as limit me Mm -hmm. yeah you know um but what do you learn right every contract 
And listen, you don't always have to know you're learning. Sometimes you're not no. learning. It's just a moment of joy, a moment of whatever. But what in those challenging things, like what, what is it? Or in those simple things, where, where is it? Where is the joy or the, the, the peace or the um, neutrality? Maybe mm-hmm. you just need someone or something in your life that gives you a moment of neutrality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That space. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And yes, yes, we tend to have contracts and agreements with the same souls repeatedly in different roles because we work as a team. You know, you have a soul family and you you pull from your soul family and the soul groups around you to create this amazing cast of characters that um, helps you on the stage with the production that's been created. Oh, I like that visual. I like that visual a lot. I like that visual a lot. Um, Andrea, what would you say? I'm just curious. I was just pondering. For someone who suspects that they have a soul contract, but they're not really sure, they don't really know what to do with it, how would you kind of help them? How would you kind of walk them through it? Like, what should they be looking at? What should they be pondering? What questions should they be asking themselves to kind oh. of understand it more you know what i mean like yep. like i know somewhere out there right now a listener saying i think i have a soul contract with mm-hmm. this person or i'm pretty sure i do but like mm-hmm. now now what do i do with that do with that <laughs> you know? so outside of going into the akashic records because honestly that's what i would do okay but outside <laughs> of that <laughs> i would give myself the space to sit with that why does it feel like there's a soul contract with this person? And your answer may be, I don't know, it just does. I'm totally cool with that. I get it. And then I would go into my favorite questions. Why? What? How? Right? Like, how is this person showing up in my life? What mm-hmm. are the opportunities, experiences, lessons that are coming with this person? And why is that helpful to me? Because even if it's not helpful to you, that's helpful to you because it lets you know that that's not helpful to you. And you may need to leave. Right. 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 <laughs> so I would go to, yeah, I always go to my questions. Yeah. And and, and and write it down. Sometimes it's easier to see it. These can get real complicated real fast. So yeah. sometimes for me, it's easier to write them down yeah, so oh, that yeah. I have like the phrases kind of in front of me so I can kind of organize it more and help my brain wrap itself around it. There are those contracts, you know, first of all, if it's a close family or friend, you are in a contract with them, period, end of discussion. But that doesn't mean you can't go and ask the questions and find out the how, the how or the why, especially when they're challenging. Right. I mean, if they're challenging, that those layers can just keep going. You can be digging through those layers of that contract and those lessons forever. And what is the thing that you all have in common? Like, what are you both learning? Is it acceptance? Do you have someone in your close inner circle that you just don't get and they just don't totally get you. What if your lesson that you're working on together is simply acceptance of other people and yourself, just accepting who you are for who you are? Like it could be that simple, but you are gnashing your teeth the whole way through, Mm -hmm. even though you love them. Yes. I was just thinking too, like 
repeating patterns. You'll be able to oh. see repeating patterns with your soul contracts. So that might yes. be a way to identify some repeating patterns in your life mm-hmm. um, in terms of you might see it throughout multiple relationships. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. where you've had multiple contracts and you're still working on this concept a little bit. And so you're seeing themes and variations. Mm-hmm. I think when you're in a positive soul contract, something that's playing out positively, like mm-hmm. I said, there's no good or bad, wrong or right. But when you're in an expression that is positive, mm-hmm. it's easier. And I urge you to start with a positive one. Yes. And positive doesn't it's, mean without challenges, but no, just, right. just like a one that's healthy contract. and like supportive, yeah. right? Um, I think it's easier to look at that in the moment where I think with some of my most challenging ones that maybe were toxic and needed to be let go of, or, uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I needed to end them first and then mm-hmm. reflect back on them because yeah. being in it and trying to figure it out was making it worse i'm just thinking of like a couple relationships i've had in my life Mm -hmm. you know where we definitely met up at the right time and i can see places where we really supported each other really glad that they were there in that moment things took a turn we really should have probably let each other go we didn't and then patterns started forming and playing Mm -hmm. out and it was like the cyclical thing and i couldn't really see it for what it was until i ended it and then I reflected back on it. And then I was like, oh. And then does that same pattern show up again with someone else and you're able to then do more um, growth or evolution through that pattern with the other right. person? Like looking at it from a different level, mm-hmm. right? With and, a different, and yeah. One of my most favorite soul contract stories in my life, like personally for me, is one that like you just can't make this stuff up um because it's kind of a magical expression of a soul contract so um I lived in New York in my 20s and New York City and um I met this most amazing person loved her she was so much fun we got really close really fast she was a fantastic friend and then our lives just kind of moved in different directions. And I was always so sad because when I met her, I always thought, oh gosh, I always felt like we'd be knowing each other for longer. Like I always thought it would be longer, right? And um, it just felt like, like I'd known her forever and that I was going to know her forever. And then we just sort of moved different ways. And I was like, okay. And then, oh gosh, seven, eight years later after not having spoken to her, we found each other on Facebook of all places. So I guess it can't all be bad. Facebook. <laughs> we found each other on Facebook and we were exchanging messages back and forth because we happened to be watching the same movie at the same time. Mm. And we thought, what are the, what are the, you know, what's the odds of that? How weird that after like seven years or something like that, well, maybe it was not seven, maybe it was more like four or five. I don't know. My time is not consistent for me but it was multiple years later you know how weird is that that we completely didn't have each other's phone numbers anymore didn't have each other's emails and all of a sudden um we're on facebook and she had like just joined facebook or something like that and this was before i had a family or anything like that i was married but i I didn't have i have my daughter yet anyway so we were chatting and then about a week later her husband passed unexpectedly and my heart just broke in a million pieces because I I knew both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, 
and it broken a million pieces for for so many things. And I wanted to be there for her. And, and, and she lived on the West Coast and I was on the East Coast and I and I couldn't be there for her in, in a physical way at that mm-hmm. at that time. And it broke my heart. And within maybe a year, not even, we both found ourselves moving to Cape Cod unbeknownst to the other one. Uh-huh. And I had just had a baby. And I was struggling with postpartum anxiety, and my husband was deployed the entire first year of her life. Mm-hmm. And we were moved to a place where I didn't know anyone. And this friend also had moved there, didn't know anyone, was starting life over. And we had a standing Tuesday afternoon dinner date mm-hmm. when the baby would take a nap. She would bring food from a local restaurant, and we'd sit, we'd watch movies and have takeout together. Ugh. And we supported each other through, for the next four years, four and a half years, we got together in person to support each other. Me through trying to figure out what it means to be a mom and my husband being away all the time and her figuring out what life looked like again without her husband present. Mm-hmm. And and the beautiful part was, is we knew each other from our incarnations before. So like we could refer back. She could talk about her husband. And I knew exactly because we all worked in the same place, right? Yeah. And I could, you know, we would talk about friends and things that we did together. And we didn't have to fill the other person in. It was like instant best friend, just add water. <laughs> just add water. Just add water. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, um, and so we still, we still chat like weekly. That's and, beautiful. And, and, you know, and we, we live in different areas again. But, but it was like, that's a contract. Like. We met each other almost like we had to pre-meet each other so that when our contract kicked in, if it needed to. Now, I'm not saying he needed to pass and I'm not saying I needed to have postpartum anxiety. That's not it at all. I'm saying it was almost like we had this pull this rope in case of emergency (laughs) (laughs) contract with each other because we love each other so much and it kind of always felt like we'd known each other. And so we were both pulling the rope. (laughs) I like that. Pull this rope in case of emergency. And then you magically end up together. I mean, that that's together. beautiful. Yeah. And that totally, I believe that totally is a contract. Yes. And, and a positive one that came from really hard things. Mm-hmm. And it made both of us feel less alone. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in times where it could have been really lonely. It could have been really hard and it, and it made life less hard yeah. um, than it could have been. Yeah, and that's sure. one of my favorite soul contract stories. That's a good life. soul contract story. I don't even think we want to top that. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking. I am thinking about one more thing, and you're saying that is what brought it to my head, and also the email that we received, um, about the class, you know, school and things, and the supporting characters. They can show up again later, like mm-hmm. come back round in a different way, right? So, I mean, I went to a really large high school and um, there's a lot of people that I n- knew of, but I didn't really know. And I have to tell you, they've shown up as I've gotten older again. So, again, remember, that's the point mm. where you're mm-hmm. where you're not necessarily. And then then we actually have a relation like we meet and we're like, oh, my gosh, like. I see how shiny they are and how bright they are. And I just want to be like, yeah, and we're, so we're friends. Yeah. But um, that's where, and then you also have the similarity of work or school or classes where you- Something that connects environment. you. Environment. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't always have to hang up, but there's just that, 
it's still a supporting cast, but sometimes you step up and you share the stage together and mm-hmm. then they step back and you're also stepping back in their, their life as well. And your friend was able to right. Step back for the time and then step back in and play a main character role. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So there's an ebb and a flow to them as well. There, it's yeah. not like one big run. No, no. Oh, there was an up and a down and a twist and a turn. And, but it's for you. You created your contracts. You didn't necessarily. With a loving soul. intention. Yes. With another soul. You didn't necessarily <laughs> write the script. No. Oh, that's a great way to put it. You may have wrote the contract, but you didn't write the script. There wasn't right. directions on how right. it was going to play or out. Or if somebody goes off script. Yes. I love that. Oh my gosh. Bing, 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 bing. I love that. Because I think life is a play. Like we are, we're on, we're on the stage We're it's our play. It's our show. And what's going on there. You need the lighting person. You need the sound person. Like think about what you really need to put on a production and who's doing all the writing and even the music to score it. Mine of course is scored with Beethoven and heavy metal because <laughs> that is Andrea. But <laughs> I think mine would be a musical. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of dancing, a little bit of singing. Yeah. But I think that's a great way of putting it. You made an intention with someone else. That's the soul contract. Mm-hmm. But you didn't write the script for it. Nope. And people go off script. They forget about what the intention was. Um, people stay on focus. I mean, it can go any, any way direction. If you just remember one thing though, you do not have to stay in a toxic or abusive relationship or situation because you believe there is a soul contract. I right. cannot say that enough. The soul contract may be get the heck out. out. <laughs> and you do not have to perpetuate cultural norms that are toxic. Yeah either like so so we can have these cultural contracts right that we're here to show up to break to break the pattern to deviate away from Mm -hmm. right and so so things aren't like oh they planned it no they didn't Mm -mm. there's a lot of people who made a lot of crappy choices (laughs) and that's what happened right Mm -hmm. so remember when you're looking at at it like on a collective level too not just individual soul contracts but collective soul contracts that um we are often showing up to break those to say enough is enough oh yeah there's a lot of healing that happens right yeah and like we can Mm -hmm. heal we can heal our ancestral dna we can mm-hmm. heal the word. Oh my gosh, we could talk for hours. So maybe we just need to wrap it up. I don't know how right. we've been talking. <laughs> right. But but that's that's just important to keep in mind too, right? So so soul contracts from the existence of them to the fulfillment of them to the breaking of them, there's value and healing in all of the different stages. Yeah. And you have to make sure that you're expressing yourself and staying in something that's healthy. And if yeah. it's not healthy, then Why? it's time to go. Why? Why when, isn't it how? healthy? Right? Why? When, what do you how? need to do to, to what do shift I need that? to learn? How do I keep moving forward on my path? Your contracts fulfill the contract you made for yourself. So yeah. think of them even as soulmates. And when you say, "Whoa, I'm looking for my soulmate," you have more than one. That's a whole other episode we'll get to. Yeah, maybe I know, next but that's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? So okay. So when it feels good, it's working, and and you're you've. I don't mean you're learning, you're growing, you're evolving, things may be challenging, but everyone's going somewhere. And when it's on it, 
toxic and it's whatever, then you break it and you figure out what you learned and you move on. Like, Mm -hmm. and that is soul contracts. Soul contracts 101. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. (laughs) I'm full of myself today. You are. Because I have so much going on. (laughs) (laughs) But but if you have any more questions about soul contracts, send them our way. We'll do a Q&A yeah. or something on it. Because I know there's yeah. a lot of details here. And, and this is one of those things that it's hard to just do surface level. It um, is hard. You know, with a podcast episode. But we wanted to give it our best go. If you like talking about things like evolution, soul contracts, soul lessons, soul blueprints, Akashic records, we have the place for you. And it's called Spiritual Evolution Collective. And it's our new private community that we have designed specifically for our listeners. And so we'd love to have you come along on the ride, on the journey, on the adventure, and join us with the Spiritual Evolution Collective. And you can find more information about that at www.adventureswithspirit.com. It's okay. It's a hard it's day a, today. It's a day, everybody, but we've got it. Because it's the most Mondayist Friday ever. <laughs> we are soulmates. We have a soul contract and we have each other's back. So there we go, Jessica. We make one whole person. <laughs> we do make one whole person. All, All right, right everybody. <laughs> Take care. Good luck on that adventure you signed up for. Bye. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventures with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to subscribe to our newsletter, submit a question, check out classes, and schedule your own personal reading with us. Follow us on Instagram at Adventures with Spirit Official for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous. Adventurous.